to the Curious Kid Podcast. It's mid-April, and the sun is staying out longer each day, and the temperatures are rising. These days, it's pretty comfortable outside, but uncomfortable heat is just a few weeks away. And my daddy does not like the heat. I do not. Anything above 70 degrees is unnecessary to me. That's why we are discussing one of my favorite inventions today. This week we're getting curious about air conditioning. Oh, sweet, sweet air conditioning. You make me comfortable on a really hot day. Let's learn about you. A long time ago, snow and ice were used to keep people cold. As early as prehistoric times, people would harvest ice and snow for use in the summer heat. Then fans were used starting in the 2nd century. Ding Huan of the Han Dynasty was an inventor, and he invented the rotary fan, which originally had seven large wheels, each of them 10 feet or 3 meters in diameter. He actually used prisoners to move the wheels of the fan. There were several advancements in the 18th and 19th centuries as people like Benjamin Franklin and Michael Faraday experimented in using evaporation to cool objects. The first air conditioner was created in 1902. That's right. But before we jump into modern air conditioners and how they work, what's the question of the week? The question of the week is, what's the hottest city in the world? And... What's the hottest city of the United States? It's like two questions in one. I can't even imagine what the answers are, but I'm glad I don't live in an area that gets that hot. So, Willis Carrier created the first modern air conditioner in 1902. His air conditioner not only cooled the area, but also lowered humidity, making it much more comfortable. Ironically, he invented the air conditioner in Buffalo, New York, And the first home to have air conditioning was in Minneapolis, Minnesota, 12 years later in 1914. Neither Buffalo or Minneapolis are known for their oppressive heat. So how do air conditioners work? First, the thermostat needs to send a signal that it's too hot inside the house. That signal goes to the condensing unit on the outside of the house. I know what that is. That's the big thing that has your fan on top of it. It's at the side of the house. Exactly. The fan actually blows the hot air from the outside into the condensing unit so it can be turned into cold air. Under the fan, you will find an important part called a compressor. What does the compressor do? The compressor squeezes that hot air, resulting in a cool liquid. That cool liquid is called a refrigerant. The secret ingredient in the whole process is the refrigerant. It's the refrigerant that turns from liquid to gas and back to liquid over and over and over again until your house is nice and cool. So, when the hot air gets to that big unit outside, the compressor on the inside of the unit turns hot air into a much colder liquid that comes back into the home. That cold liquid refrigerant is then blown against evaporator coils inside your home that turn the cold liquid refrigerant into cold air using evaporation. That cold air is then blown into your house through supply vents. I know where the supply vents are. I like to stand next to them on hot days so I can get all the cold air. 
It's a beautiful thing. There are other vents in the house called return air vents that return hot air back to the outside. So the whole thing is really a loop. That's right. Hot air leaves the house. The outdoor unit pushes hot air outside and returns cold liquid to the house. When it comes back into the house, it evaporates and we are left with cold air that comes in through the supply vents and makes us nice and comfy. I wonder if air conditioning been in cars as long as it's been in homes. No, it hasn't. It wasn't until the 1960s when more than half of the cars sold had air conditioning in them. 50 years ago, in 1969, 54% of cars sold in the United States had air conditioning. That sounds low, but 60 years ago, in 1959, it was only 7%. So air conditioning in cars really took off in the 1960s. By 1990, 94% of cars sold in the United States had air conditioning, and thank goodness for that. I like driving on the highway with the windows down and the breeze blowing through whatever hair I have left on my head. But if you ever stepped into a car that's been sitting out in the sun on a hot summer day for a few hours, you are very glad that your car is equipped with air conditioning. Okay, let's talk about some hot cities where they really need air conditioning. Okay, let's start with the hottest city in the world. It's called El Azizia. It's in the country of Libya. And it is very close to the equator, which means it is very hot over there. In fact, the hottest official temperature ever recorded was in El Azizia, and it was 136 degrees back in 1922. 136 degrees! The temperature gets into the 120s or 130s just about every year over there. It's a desert. It's dry. It very rarely rains there. Yuck. Count me out. And what's the hottest city in the United States? It's called Death Valley. Really? That's a scary name. Death Valley is in California. The highest temperature ever recorded in Death Valley was 134 degrees in July of 1913. It is a valley located in between two tall mountain ranges, and the heat gets trapped in the valley. In 1917, temperatures reached 120 degrees or more for 43 consecutive days in Death Valley. Forget about it. That's about 50 degrees too hot for me. Let's wrap up this episode so I can stand in front of the air conditioner and cool off. Sounds good, but before we do, I want to remind the listeners to check us out on Patreon. If you are a big fan of Curious Kid Podcast, you can help support us and become a part of our team. You will get some cool perks and merchandise for your support. For more details, visit patreon.com slash curiouskidpodcast. It's spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N, so visit patreon.com slash curiouskidpodcast. Thanks so much to our first couple of patrons. Thank you, Hugh S. and Avi R. Yes, thank you very much. Well, that's a wrap for Curious About Air Conditioning. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast, number 28, on air conditioning. I appreciate it. Great job, Olivia. Do you want to say hi to us? 
send us an email to curiouskidpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know how you think we're doing, what your favorite episode has been so far, and what you are curious about. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more from us. We will be back next week as Season 2 rolls on. As always, thank you so much for listening and getting curious with us.